welcome to the More Doors podcast, where we help you grow your wealth with information about real estate investment. Today, we're finishing up with part two of our interview with Kate Vences, who has just been killing it in the real estate scene in the uh, Lake County, Chicago, greater area. If you missed that, check it out. It's available at our website on moredoors.net. You can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, all the places where people go to find podcasts. So let's pick it up where we left off. Last week, we talked mostly about the actual career of being a real estate agent. In this half of the interview, we focused mostly on investments. Kate was just telling us about why she thinks that real estate was the right choice for her. The sky is the limit, you know? So... So yeah, it's it's been great and and it it has completely changed my life um financially and I can just tell you that I think that I made the the right step quitting my job and focusing full-time in real estate. Mhm. And you know, you mentioned that things are better for you financially than they were before um and now that you have a little bit more success, have you are you thinking a little bit more about investing yourself? Like, what are you thinking about now that you have a little bit more financial freedom? Are you thinking more about um, investment and what are you thinking about? Oh, yes, absolutely. I have a curiosity of doing my first investment. You know, I I have um, a little bit, you know, uh, a fund that I think I would love to use with that and start, you know, investing in real estate. I want to learn a little bit more about the subject. I am I have a lot of curiosities. I have the itch, you know, to find out more about flipping, about investing, about buying properties and rent them out and and create residual income. Yes. Well, I hope you'll listen to our podcast regularly and get all the tips you can handle. Um, <laughs> sorry, a little self-plug. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it, it makes such a big difference uh, when you start having, just like when you start to realize as you become an agent. Um, well, let me say it this way. I think the reason being a real estate agent is such a great career path if um if you don't already have a job that is paying you like really well and that you're happy and you're not making, you know, if, if you're already really happy in your work, that's fine. But um, if you're not super happy or you just don't know if you're in the right field and you want to really maximize your income, choosing a career where the, the money that you take in is completely dependent on the performance of your uh, profession and how well that you do it. You know, I, I also have a full-time job in addition to being a real estate agent and an investor and having a podcast. Um, but like, no matter how hard I work from, you know, seven to four or eight to five or whatever, um, I'm going to get paid the same amount of money, whether I worked as hard as I possibly could or just like slacked off all day. I mean, and hopefully, I mean, I have a good work ethic, which is why I do so many different things. But I mean, the point is that your your pay isn't dependent on the actual work that you do. But when you do something like real estate or, I mean, any number of different businesses where, you know, it's basically your business, it's like running your own small business, um, the money that you bring in 
you could work all day and get no money if you're not doing a good job, if you're not following up with the clients, if you're not making the calls you need to, if you're not making the time to see speak with the client clients and show them the properties. But when you put the work in and you do the work, you can make so much money, which is, I mean, just evident. I mean, 26 houses in, in less than one year. That's fantastic. And um, also the, the, the fact that I have to say that I've been able to do things um, and help people, um, you know, become homeowners, um, whether they're, you know, they have a, a legal status in, in, in the U.S. or whatever the case may be, just a gratifying moment of when these people say, oh, my God, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for helping me. I thought I would never be able to do it. You know, thank you for being part of this. That that gratifying moment that you know that you helped them like when no one else was able to, that is something that I will take forever in my heart. And just knowing that, you know, that, that you change people's lives. And then you, you know that, that our office is called Remax American Dream. And I can tell you that I want to, you know, elevate that name and, and, and make everyone proud and, and help people live the American dream. Yeah. And, and you're doing it. It's fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Very well spoken. Um, and, and what, what I was trying to say though, is, um, just like when you take your career into your hands and you move into a career where you get paid based on the results and how good of a job you do, as opposed to just working a nine to five where you're hourly and, you know, yeah. um, investment is the same way that like, the, that power that you feel when you can basically create your own income by um, doing a good job at your work, it's the same as like when you invest in a good property that you increase your passive income or if it's a flip, then you you get a big lump sum of money. Um, and that's just a really, that's a really special thing. I mean, I remember it's very similar to what you were talking about when you sold your first house. When I rented out my, when I bought my first rental property and rented it out, I realized, oh my gosh, my income just went up by $5,000 a year. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> you can do that in, in the space of a month. If you buy a property that's going to cash flow and then, you know, you had to put some amount down, but with the leverage, you only need 20% of the value. Absolutely. And, and then you yeah. sit over here and you look back and, and you're, you know, probably doing your taxes or you're looking at your bank statements and you're looking at how much your income has increased by you owning those rental properties or by you flipping these properties from buying them to, you know, knowing that they needed some cosmetic work, whether they needed to be totally rehabbed. And you look back and you see the before and after you're like, really? I did this. <laughs> yeah. That's special too. Um, well, do you have, I mean, I know that you're still new, <clears throat> you're still new at investing and, do you have any questions for me um, while we're talking about it uh, at, to in regards to investing and the types of investment you're thinking about? Or um, I think I'm more interested or inclined to towards flipping. Mm -hmm. um, have you done any of that? And what do you think it's a process? And how did you come up with a number? Um, how do you come up with the whole, I should say, spreadsheet of what you're spending in the property, what your what it what the cost is um to flip it, remodel it, labor, um, and how do you come up with your profit? 
Well, you know, I have a spreadsheet and I'll email it to you that I use to do calculations on how profitable a property is likely to be. And any listeners, if you want it, send me an email and I can send it to you as well. But um, it's it all comes down to the numbers. And the nice thing about real estate is it's very easy to do the math um, and just know, like, I mean, it's a mortgage. So you know how much it's going to cost every month and you can... You can get a definite number from the trash company of how much it costs to pick up the trash and you get a general idea of what the electricity and the water bills are going to be and all of that. Um, so it's very easy to do the math and then look at the market rents and say, oh, it'll make this much money. It'll cost this much money to own. Um, and as a real estate agent, you know, we're well positioned to know how much it's going to sell for uh, when it's updated versus uh, like kind of trashed. Um, so you can just do those calculations and then, you know, if it, if it makes sense, if it makes money sense and you're going to have a profit at the end, it's a good idea. When it comes to flips, I have to say personally in the properties that I've owned solely, I've never done a flip because, um, I personally prefer to hold them long-term and rent them out and buy properties for cash flow. You can make a lot of money doing flips, um, but it's just a little bit more risky. So let me say just really quickly what why I like um, holding long-term better, but then I'll talk about why flipping is good. So the reason I like to hold my properties long-term is, um, one, when you do a flip, the idea is to buy it, rehab it, and sell it as quickly as possible. You're probably not even going to try and get it rented, which means the longer it takes to sell it, the more money you're going to lose out of the um, out of the profit because most people don't want to buy a property that's, um, if they're looking to live in it, they don't want to buy a property that's already rented out. Uh, so you, you probably aren't getting any rental income, which means the longer it takes you to sell it, the, the less money you're going to get. So that's not good because if it takes you a long time, it's going to eat into a lot of your profit. Another issue is that when you sell properties and it's a little bit better for us because we're agents, um, you have to pay a lot of fees to, the selling realtor, the buying realtor, the the transactional fees, the taxes, etc. Um, and then you pay taxes on any profit that you get. And the capital gains profit that you would pay is going to be uh, probably around 15 or 20 percent, depending on your status. Um, and like if you make a thirty five thousand dollar profit on a property and then you have to lose a few thousand to all of the expenses to sell it. You have to lose some money to the taxes. You probably end up losing maybe 10% off the top. Um, maybe even a little bit more if you bring in taxes into the equation when you sell a property. Whereas if instead of selling the property, you refinance it and you pocket that extra money um, from the bank, like let's say you bought a house for, let's say you bought a house for 50,000, you put $20,000 into it um, and then you can refinance it for 120000 or something. All that difference, up to 80% of it, you can um, refinance and take the money out as a cash out refinance. And then you still get the profit, but now you still have the asset. You can rent it out. You can make money over time. Its equity will still be yours as time goes on. Um, and because you're going to lose maybe 10 plus percent when you sell the property anyway, since you can take 80% of the value out by taking out a loan, um, I think it just makes more sense to do a cash out refi than to actually sell. Uh, 
the reasons that flipping is a good idea is basically you'll be free of the property. You won't have to worry about the stress of being a landlord if it's not something that you're interested in. Um, and you'll have a little bit more profit at the end of it, you know, because the difference between the profit you get when you do a flip versus the cash out refi, um, you still end up with more money when you do the flip, even though it's a little bit riskier and etc. But like, um, so yeah, you, you'll have more money at the end of the day, a little bit, and you won't have to be a landlord. And then you can just take that money and put it into another uh, property. So, so you think that it, both types of investment are great though flipping because it is a little bit more risky just because, you know, if you don't see like any major defect, um, you might be able to encounter it down the road and it might be a little bit harder to sell or to fix or to actually flip it. It'll be more cost effective rather than just buying properties, renting them out and creating residual income. So residual income, it's going to make you and generate money and build equity down the like long term. But with the flipping, it'll be faster, although it may be a little bit more riskier. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, if I'm being 100% honest, and I'm sure there's a lot of house flippers out there that are gonna, you know, 100% disagree with me. I honestly don't think it makes you do get a little bit more money up front because you can sell the entire, like you can, if you take out a cash out refinance, you can take up to 80%. Maybe some bank will let you do 85. That's very hard to find. And some people only do 75. Um, but when you sell it, you're still only going to get like 90% of the value because you're going to have to pay fees uh, you, less for us because we're agents. So we'll, we'll retain some of that money by being our own uh, sellers. But, um, but for most people, the difference is probably about maybe 10% of that difference, you know, in, in how much you put in and how much you'll get out of it. So I honestly feel like it's better to do it without flipping. Um, and I don't know, I mean, maybe it's, it's not just me, but there's many people who are very successful and make a lot of money flipping houses. Um, but I honestly, if I ha if I'm being 100% honest, a short-term flip, I think is not as I think in the long run it doesn't make you as much money as a long-term buy and hold. Or even if you like when you do a big deal with a lot of investors, usually you still keep the house. You usually sell it at the end in like a syndication, but you will still keep it for a few years while you increase the value and, and stuff like that. So it's it's a property that is like making you money while you own it. And then when you finally sell it, you'll get more money. But as, um, but with a straight, I'm going to buy this, fix it up, sell it again really quick. There's just so many things that can go wrong and it can take longer than you think. I mean, it always, when you do renovations on a house, it always ends up being more expensive than you're going to think by anywhere from like 10 to 50%. It's, it's, it's just the rule that always happens. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I don't want to discourage you from doing flips because people do make money doing them. I, it's just not my favorite way to uh, make money. I see. Anything else you want to ask? Um, 
No. Okay. Well, let me see. I'm trying to think if I can say anything a little bit nicer about flips. Um, <laughs> because I know that's what you want to do. Uh, I, I, They work. They do work. As long as you... There's a small factor of luck. Like, if there's a dip in the market during the time that you from the time that you bought the place to the time that you want to sell it, you might just break even or even lose money even after you put in money. Um, so, you know, that's just, it's just a little bit riskier and the additional money that you get often isn't that much more than if you just refinance the property and then you have a nice long-term debt. Uh, I did it again. I started talking about how flips aren't good. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just the way that I think. Do you think anyone can be successful in real estate? And what does it take? Oh, I see. Um, yes. I mean, if we're talking about selling real estate, I think there are certain personality types that are maybe better suited for it than others. But I think anyone can sell real estate um, and be successful if they, there's like kind of like prescribed things to do. And like, it's clear that you've been doing them. And I know for a fact that honestly, I haven't, like, I haven't been marketing myself. I haven't been on social media very much, um, trying to, to get new clients. I mean, I, I have, I'm very happy in my full-time job and I do a lot of, I spend a lot of time looking at investments as well. So, you know, for me, selling properties is like something I really love doing, but it's not something that is really my full-time, um, moneymaker. So I don't, spend that time doing it. But if you put in the effort and do the the work, you're going to get clients, you're going to sell houses, you're going to make money. I mean, and it's it's incredible how many people don't do that. And that's the reason that 80% of realtors end up quitting real estate after two years because they think it's going to be really easy and they don't put in the work. But those 20% that stay in it long term, they're all, you find they're all making like, you know, they're just making bank. In terms of investing in real estate, I also think anyone can do it, but there's so many people who limit themselves thinking like, you know, oh man, I don't make that much money. I mean, how can I ever invest in real estate? I'll never be able to afford to buy a property. Um, some of us are just scared to go on to the next level. I think we're, we're kind of like, yeah, like we're not ready to go on to the next level to elevate ourselves. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm trying to think if there's a better way to word it. Because, you know, it's not that people think that they're not good enough. It's almost that people look at real estate as like, like a myth, you know? Like, oh, wow. I mean, I know people make money doing it, but it just doesn't seem, it just doesn't seem like I could ever get it done. Because it, most people um, just never end up investing. I mean, I'll, most people in some point in their lives will buy a property that they'll live in, um, you know, and that's good, but. Well, I can tell you that I'm prepared um, to buy my second property. So I'm going to rent out my current property and then buy another one, live in the second uh, home. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's very smart to do. I mean, it's basically house hacking, right? Uh, if you've heard that term, that's when you, Usually it refers to multifamily properties, but when you um, buy like a multifamily property and make it your primary residence, you live in one of the units and you rent out the other three, then your mortgage is being paid by other people. 
and you you live for free and then when you're already there and you've been there for you know i guess a year minimum um at the end of that year you can go buy another one and you can just do this a few times and at the end of three years you have 12 units that are being rented and um you're just making you're just bringing in the money every month uh so yeah absolutely positively that's really cool yeah well, I think that this is a good spot to end. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And, you know, maybe uh, after you buy your next property, you can come on again and tell us how successful it was and show me how profitable flips can be. I will. I will. I promise I'll do my investigation and due diligence and experience it one day and just, you know, go on to the next level. Awesome. Well, thanks again to Kate Vences. This was the second half of a two-part interview where in the first half, we mostly talked about real estate as a career if you wanted to sell real estate and be an agent. Um, and we covered that last week. So if you missed that, check out our last week's episode. And this week, we continued that discussion focusing mostly on investment and <laughs> seems like we spent a lot of time talking about the pros and cons of house flipping. And I think it's obvious to a lot of people that my view on house flipping is that it's better to buy and hold long term, but it is a perfectly viable way to make a living and grow your wealth. Uh, many people make lots of money flipping houses and are able to retire off of that income. So I wouldn't discourage anyone from doing it if that's what they think they're best suited for. Uh, I just prefer the buy and hold strategy in most cases uh, for the reasons I outlined earlier in the discussion. So I hope that this has been an enlightening and informative discussion for all of you listeners and that you've taken something from it that you can use in your own lives. Thanks again for listening to the More Doors podcast, and we'll be back next week with a new episode.